I just love saying hot dog pie. It's three words that are all three <laughs> letters. Hot dog pie. Hello, I'm Robin. And I'm Eric. And this is Do We Like? The podcast where we debate the pros and cons of popular people, places, and things to decide if we like them or need to leave them. And we are back with our first full debate episode of the new year. 2021, everyone. Have fun in 2021. I'm like, I'm not even going to suggest that it will be a better year than last year because. (laughs) Yep. But like, let's not jinx it. Nope. Let's just knock on wood. Let's just be humble and sit down and be like, okay, 2021, what are you going to give us? Yes. I'm picturing it. For me, 2021 is going to be that scene in Jurassic World where Chris Pratt has all his hands out to the raptors and he's like trying to calm all the raptors around him. That's me, 2021 to me. I feel like it's going to end up being more like that scene in the first Jurassic Park where Newman goes down into the mud and the <laughs> terrifying like Venom Dragon <laughs> attacks. Oh, no. Well, I see we have different views on how the year is going to go. Yeah, mine's a bit more pessimistic. But like, you know, if I'm wrong, I'll be pleasantly surprised. There you go. Yeah. Well, let's start it off strong with this debate. All right. So last episode, we had our wonderful friend and guest judge Kate on. Yeah. And she decided that I won the lightning round. (laughs) Yes. You won from the accumulation of points, the lightning round. Yay. Hooray. You're back on top. Back on top. So why don't you hold up that hat and I'll pick out a topic for this week. All right. And we'll see what we're debating. I got the handy dandy hat. And I got a handy dandy topic. And that topic this week is American cheese. American cheese. American cheese. Ooh. Similar for Canadians, similar to craft cheese slices. They are the processed cheese slices that come in those cellophane package, like individualized packets inside the big package. Right. Does like Velveeta, like does the cubes count as American cheese? No, I believe like, well, I guess we'll find out. But I believe American cheese is the slices, like the individualized slices. Just the slices in this like cellophane wrap. As far as I know, like Velveeta is its own thing. There's Velveeta slices. But that would be closer to American cheese than the cube. Okay. So American cheese specifically is the cheese that like most people would argue is not actually Yeah, it's the highly processed, like rubbery, very plasticky, like flippy floppy cheese that you pull out of the package and and put a dog's pills into before you feed it to the dog. (laughs) So, Eric, how do you feel about American cheese? (laughs) Not great. It doesn't have a good taste. It has a terrible texture. And like if you just eat slices like, I don't know, someone might, (laughs) it like the feeling in your mouth is terrible. I don't like it. How do you feel about American cheese? Interesting. Bad mouth feel. That's a new one. Yeah. I I love it. Like it is a love not even it. yeah, it's not it's even like a, a guilty word. pleasure anymore. It is just like a pleasure. I love American cheese. It's it just feels like super nostalgic to me, I guess. It's like I had it a lot growing up. Like that is what was in my sandwiches. That is what went on my macaroni. I know you hate that. Oh, no. Um <laughs> Wait. No, what she means is she makes blank macaroni noodles. Blank. Just blank macaroni noodles. <laughs> Plain. Strains them, puts them in a bowl, and then layers American cheese in between layers of blank macaroni. 
plain macaroni. <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> eating noodles with these gross rubber cheese in between. It, it. melts. Not as much as it needs to. Also, it the flavor always gross. melts as much as you need it to. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. it, I like melted American cheese on my mac and cheese. I like it on my grilled cheese sandwiches. I like it just by itself. It is delicious and delightful. Disagree. But what side did you want to pick this week? Since you won last week, what, you get to choose sides, and what will that be? I am going to choose... Hmm. You know, I was thinking I would go pro, but like... I feel like for these Don't food ones. Do this to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to go con. <laughs> Damn it. Because you know how you, to do your research on the food ones. Do I? Yeah, you're good at those. Well, thank you. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to make you hype up American cheese. Okay, I can do that. I guess I have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm excited now. Okay, mm. and I will be con American cheese. Yep. All right, you ready to do this? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get researching. Let's do it. Hey, listeners. If you're enjoying this podcast, Beamed Media has another show I think you might like. It's called The Personal History of Games, and it's hosted by Dewey-like co-host Eric Canius. I'll let him take it from here. Thanks, Robin. Hey, folks, Eric here, and I'd like to invite you to check out my podcast, The Personal History of Games, a show where I interview people from all walks of life on how games have intersected with and influenced their lives. Guests range from people in and around the games industry to the more casual players. We have conversations to find out how we got from that first influential game they played to today and all the steps in between. You can find The Personal History of Games wherever you listen to podcasts or check out our website at personalhog.com. We're back. Hi, Eric. Hello, Robin. So, you feeling all researched? I'm feeling down to clown on this cheese town. All right, feeling <laughs> feeling cheesy, oh, feeling cheese adjacent. Quite cheesy, not cheese adjacent. This is real cheese. <laughs> we'll get into it. All right. So, since you picked pro or con, I'll pick whether I want to go first or not. Yes. I'm going to go first so I can set the mood. Ooh. You can go last and say whatever the heck you want, and I don't have to respond to it. So, <laughs> all right. That sounds good. Perfecto. I'm going to start this debate then. Pro American cheese. And we're going to start this debate right about now. Go. Uh, you hear that noise? That's the sound of your past. That's the sound of your lunch. Grilled cheese sandwiches with the perfect melt. Now take it back over 100 years to World War I. <laughs> Where North American soldiers get to enjoy a taste of home while they protect our freedoms. American cheese is a piece of, hi a piece of history, yours and the world's. Uh, they are the window to cheese for young ones. Uh, who need to get over the stink and get into the fancy stuff that you enjoy today. And even though you're on that bougie shit, <laughs> on that bougie shit, American cheese and craft singles are still there for you. Always fresh, always convenient. There's some things that never change, and that is American cheese. The consistent for the past hundred years, you'll always have that same great taste to go back to and have that perfect melt in everything you make with it. Fantastic. Okay, I had one point that was like literally just the opposite to this point. <laughs> and uh, so the flip side to that coin is that it's bland and it's rubbery. So even though some people find 
American cheese comforting, there's no denying it is bland and very one note in comparison to other cheeses. It has like no interesting texture. It has no complexity. There's nothing interesting about it. There's been no innovation in the last hundred years about it. The most interesting thing that can happen is you get a slice of cheese from an off brand and it tastes strange, but you're not even sure how. Also, it has a really wild texture, and that can be explained by the fact that one of its ingredients is gelatin. I mean, it's no surprise that this cheese like boomed in popularity during the 30s when people were enjoying other Depression-era gelatin foods, like classic savory ham and olive gelatin molds. And that's probably why it should have died along with those foods decades ago. All that says is that it is consistent It is an additive to other foods. It amplifies other foods with the flavor of cheese. That's it. You get cheese. And those foods are this. Here's a list, just a short list of food you can use American cheese with and have it be the number one choice because of its price, taste, accessibility and ease. We got grilled cheese sandwiches, cheeseburgers, egg McMuffins, Philly cheesesteaks, mac and cheese, bologna sandwiches, queso, bacon cheese soup, cheesy broccoli, pasta bake, fondue, quesadillas. (laughs) Damn it, quesadillas. <laughs> I thought loaded, you did that on purpose. Loaded potato skins, partially but not actually. Ham and cheese sandwiches. Cheese sandwiches. Mini Monte Cristos. In and out. Hot dog pies. We'll get back to that. What? <laughs> cheese fries. Cheese hash browns. Cheese tots. Cheese pierogies. Hot dog pies. Basically, you put a bunch of hot dog pieces into a pie crust <laughs> and bake it, and there's cheese in there somewhere. That's insane. <laughs> okay, so. My counter to that is simply that real cheese tastes better. There are simply so many better types of cheese out there for every sort of person who wants every sort of thing. So while gooey American cheeses may be the go-to for like grilled cheese sandwiches or burgers or mac and cheese, there are so many lovely substitutes or alternatives available if you're willing to be a little interesting and creative. So some of those include my favorite grilled cheese is a brie and pear grilled cheese sandwich. It is delicious. Brie is melty and gooey and a little bit more complex than that American cheese. Uh, A Gruyere mac and cheese is so good. And you cannot go wrong with like a Havarti or like a spicy pepper jack on a burger. All of those sounds way more amazing than just your typical boring plain American cheese. Um, And, you know, if those don't sound like they interest you, that's okay because there's still like hundreds of other cheeses out there that are better. Egg. Exactly. Cheese is too complex. It's so complicated. You walk into a cheese store, one, it stinks. Two, you don't want to be there. And three, everything's expensive and you don't know what you're doing. American cheese is for the people. American cheese is accessible. And here's here's my theory that I created. Ooh. In 1911, Swiss chemists came up with a cheese treatment that allowed them to turn a hard Swiss cheese into a creamy dream. At a similar time, Canadian James Kraft was doing similar things to transport cheese around the country and the globe. And boom, Kraft singles were born. It is my hypothesis that Kraft <laughs> wow. singles slash American cheese was an inevitable creation that science could do nothing to avoid creating. Thus, we are grateful for having it. It was a necessity to be created. This cheese that allows people to have it anywhere without having all these complex choices. You get the flavor of cheese. That's all you need. You don't need complexity (laughs) and also price and ease. Price. 
All right. Well, if it is the cheese for the people, then why is it the cheese that is most likely to destroy the environment for the people? <laughs> like along with the obvious environmental detriments that comes with just normal cheese, you know, like the mass farming of animals, for example, American cheese has the additional problem of its environmentally unfriendly production and packaging, which just simply can't be good. Like they individually wrap every single slice of cheese and. And that must account for a ton of unrecyclable, like plastic packaging each and every year. Like fuck straws. How many plastic cheese wraps do you think are in the goddamn ocean? I assume it is a fuck ton, just based on how much hot cheese I eat alone in a goddamn year. That is insane. Also, on top of that, shipping it around the country because you can't get it locally is is going to you know make things even worse. Get your cheese locally sourced, real cheese. Way to go. I was gonna say you are a big proprietor of the cheese slice industry. So, uh, anyways, you say you like uh, cheese, right? Well, cheese is expensive. It goes bad. You have to chop it or grate it or treat it just right for it to do what you want. Not true with American cheese. It's perfect, consistent melting, pre-sliced, sandwich ready, burger ready, dog pill ready. It creates cheese accessibility for the world, all corners of North America and beyond. That's because it travels well. Preserved just right, it goes where you go. Here's a short list of things you can do with American cheese in tow. Uh, You can ride a bike and have it in your backpack for a quick snack. You can walk a dog and have a great time chomping on some cheese. They're thin slices. They sneak into your pocket real easy. You can, speaking of sneaking, you can sneak it into a theater, a movie, or a play. They're not checking your pockets and they wouldn't even see it. You can sneak it into a wedding. No need for that bad wedding food. Sneak it into a funeral. And the list goes on and on of where you could bring cheese slices because it's accessible. You could do that with like fucking real cheese. What are you talking about? (laughs) Have you ever heard of like a baby bell cheese or a cheese stick or a cheese string? There is like literally like accessibly made cheese snacks. Anyways, but speaking about its like shelf life and everything like that, American cheese isn't even real cheese. Okay, so according to the FDA, it's actually a cheese product or a cheese snack because to be considered a real cheese, it would have to have 51% cheese and most American cheese does not. And the fact that it can't even meet that very low standard of 51% cheese is super concerning. But what is even more concerning is that it has a shelf life of six months to apparently up to a year. And that is some like Twinkie level suspicious. Do you really want to be putting that shit into your body? It does not break down for like a fucking year. Do you want that in your tummy? No, you don't. All you're doing is supporting my point that is accessible. It allows people to have cheese when they are not able to. Yeah, all your cheese you're mentioning is expensive. Also, to get to my point, uh, this is one slice that packs a punch. It is a nutritional powerhouse. Mini school carbs for slam dunk protein power pack. You need to get through the day, especially when you're eating these the most as a kid. I'm talking kid nutrients. Nine grams of fat to get you across the monkey bars and down that slide. Five grams of protein per slice to build those weird kid muscles to make you extra good at tetherball. <laughs> 470 <laughs> Milligrams of sodium to keep those electrolytes in your blood for maximum energy. From math class to dodgeball, you'll be whooping ass all day long thanks to the Mega Munch Punch packed in the tiny package of American cheese. <laughs> also, guess where else you can sneak it? You can sneak it into a classroom. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with sneaking cheese? <laughs> Not to mention the vitamin A, D, B6, B12, also known as cobalamin. cobalamin and calcium (laughs) in each slice of this accessible cheese. (laughs) Okay. 
Well, on the flip side, it also has a ton of preservatives and additives and hard to pronounce with hard to pronounce names that other cheeses do not have. In fact, uh, the average American cheese has 14 ingredients, while the average non-American cheese only has four. Why do you need those other 10 <laughs> ingredients? What what are they doing? They're they're keeping it on a shelf for a fucking yeah. de- year. That's what they're doing. Anyways, uh, Kraft Cheese Slice also almost has as much sodium as an entire burger, apparently. It also has way more fat than other cheeses as well as veggie oils. And this is the perfect combo to cause high blood pressure, heart disease, and clogged arteries. So, you know, that's the price you pay for all of that tetherball straying. <laughs> it is a heart attack by the time you're 20 from... <laughs> eating all of this processed garbage. No. The end. <laughs> all right. End of debate. Now, <laughs> you're going to say other uh, cheese. Cheese is just fat. That it, it, it was something that I, I saw at a medical website that like these cheese slices have even more fat than normal mm. cheese. Well, fine then. Let's debrief. Okay. <laughs> Like, cheeses aren't just fat. Yeah, pretty much. Ugh. Fat and gross. No, they're delicious. <laughs> okay, debriefing. Yes. Eric, did you, what, how did your research go? <laughs> did you change your mind on American cheese at all? I don't know. There are, I mean, I already knew there were uses for it that were fine. I eat it at McDonald's, and that's yummy, on an egg, and egg McMuffin and stuff like that. And there's right. uses for it where it has... It's blandness, as you say, allows for other parts of the food to shine, but you're still getting cheese on there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't find anything like mind blowing, but it was fun to <laughs> to live, walk a day, uh, walk a mile in your shoes of cheese slice lover. How about you? Well, I think, you know, I actually might have changed my mind a little bit. <gasps> I mean, in terms of actually how it will affect my consumption of it (laughs) like probably not a lot but like when it really comes down to that most of that is because like i'm lazy (laughs) and because like real cheeses can be quite difficult to cook and work with exactly so it's like you do have a good point with the how accessible it is both price wise and you know use wise cooking wise but I don't know if that necessarily makes it good. You <laughs> know? If it tasted good, I would definitely use it a lot more than other cheeses. Yeah. That's where my hang-up is. I don't, the ease is, like, great. And and the shelf life is great. But cause my problem with, like, other cheeses is that they just grow mold right away. And I go, oh, I don't, right. how am I supposed to do with this now? See, it's like, I probably, like, I don't mind the taste. I like the taste of other cheeses more. But I like how easily... American cheese melts. Yeah. And that's why I continue to use it in like macaroni and cheese and stuff like that because it's just, it's so much easier than creating a cheese sauce every time you want <laughs> like elbow macaroni and cheese. You just throw some cheese slices on there that melt themselves easy peasy. Yep. But when you factor in the fact that it's like, it's probably not as good for you, you know, like it does have more ingredients and ingredients that we probably don't need to be ingesting as much as we are and that it doesn't taste as good as other cheeses 
And that I think the main one for me is that it probably does have like a pretty huge environmental footprint. And it's like, unlike avocados, which we talked about the environmental footprint of two, it's like there's no way to make this processed cheese (laughs) and do it in an environmentally friendly way. It's not like, oh, if we changed you know, the production and distribution chain of avocados to be more ethical, then they're fine. But there's no ethical way to produce this <laughs> cheese snack. It's true. You can't take a cheese seed and put it in your backyard and have a cheese And grow tree. your own cheese tree. Exactly. Yeah. It's like <laughs> if you want to get like good, yeah, ethical cheese, you're getting locally sourced, real made cheese from cow or goat or whatever. Yeah. Or perhaps some vegan cheeses, though I'm not sure exactly how those are made. So that would depend. No idea. Yeah. I think you can make some out of cashews. Anyways, that's a whole (laughs) different can of worms. Um, The point is, is it's like, should you really like American cheese? I don't know. I mean, if we just take it brass tacks, nutritional and environmental, not great. And there's nothing really you can do about that. Yeah, and taste is subpar, (laughs) subpar. It's just basically we like the cost and we like the ease of use. That's that's the main selling points of it. But is that enough to make us like like it? Not me. So that's up to you. You know, I went in trying to change your mind, but I think (laughs) I changed my mind. Dun dun dun! Yes, you're. <laughs> that's why you put yourself on the negative, and then you change your own mind. Yeah, I changed my own mind with my impeccable research skills and my great um, debate. What, what hot dog pie didn't change your mind? That sounded disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst thing I found. Well, is it actually in a pie crust? <laughs> it looked like it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's horrible. Hot dog pie. It's like a meat. Yeah, it's a meat pie, but you use hot dogs, so it has even less nutritional value. That sounds like so much salt. Yeah. And then you put like American add American cheese, cheese in, there. in there? That's just salt. <laughs> yeah. That is a heart attack. Yeah, and then a nice buttery oh flaky crust. Yummy, yummy. Hot dog oh, pie. Oh, that's gross. I just love saying hot dog pie. It's three words that are all three <laughs> letters. Hot dog pie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I think we've come to our conclusion. It, yes. it, as you said in your, your own debate, that maybe American cheese is inevitable. <laughs> but that doesn't mean... It is enjoyable. Ooh, I like that. All right, so do we like American cheese? No. No. <gasps> what Gasp. a twist. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I actually, I don't feel too heartbroken because even though like I hyped it up a bunch at the beginning, <laughs> it's like I love all cheese. Like I love cheese so much. You do. You certainly do. It's like in my top like five things of things I love. Whoa. Yeah. Am I in that list? Yeah. Of course you're in that list. It's like you and Navi and my mom and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great list. Right? It's a solid list. (laughs) (laughs) So like taking that one away like wouldn't affect me too much. Fair. I think I'd be more heartbro- like heartbroken if you took Gruyere away from me. I love that. You or do. truffle cheese. Mm. What? Yeah. Cheese with truffles in it. Black truffle cheese. I've never had, I don't think I've had truffles. I don't know what they taste like. Oh, it's weird. like so fucking bougie and I know yeah. it is, but it's so delicious. <laughs> uh. Fair, I can join you in the rest of your bougie cheese choices. Yeah, I'll just introduce you to more different cheeses, and eventually you'll find one you like. 
Yeah, I like that soft garlic cheese that you buy in the little like tin thing that you peel back the tin and put cheese, uh, crackers into it. Is that a cheese or is that a cheese snack too? It's a cheese. It's made of like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what type of cheese. So I'm just going to say cheese. Okay. It's a soft cheese. You eat it with the crackers and yum as hell because it tastes like garlic. Okay. Ooh, Fair. Want some of that. Bing. Time to go shopping. Shopping. Get some real cheeses. Yeah. Get some real cheese food. Now yeah. I want all of like the things you listed that aren't yes. that hot dog pie. <laughs> That's why I listed all the food to try and entice you. Yeah. But I mean, you can always make them better with other cheeses <laughs> is the secret. It's true. Yeah. There's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yes. Now to our hot dog pie. Barf. And that wraps up this week of Do We Like. We'll catch you next week for a new lightning round. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. You can hear more Do We Like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us out, please leave a rating and review. For updates, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Do We Like Podcast. Or check out our website at dewelike.com. The show is hosted and produced by Eric Canius and Robin Lands. Do We Like is brought to you by Beamed Media, a Canadian podcast network.